Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for June 1st, 2011. And even though we've got our shorts all in a twist, we're still putting the commute in commuter entertainment. No, hold it. Okay, now we're back. <laughs> so, 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 let me just say, you're, you're, uh, you're driving a car. Let's just say, for example, hypothetically, you're driving a car. Okay. okay. I've and, done that. Okay, so follow So me. this is becoming more so realistic every second. So hypothetically, you're driving a car. You're driving a car, and you're in a place that you're not altogether familiar with. So say you're driving, let's just for the sake of it, let's say we're driving in Florida. Okay. Okay. I've done that too. We're looking for pawn shops. Okay, or we've just come from the pawn shop, or whatever we've done. Let's, we say, just, let's say, let's say we've just come. We've from just come from shop. a pawn shop because that's the most realistic scenario sure. we can come and up with. And we're on our way to a restaurant we want to go to. Where was it, by the way? Southport Rabbit. Southport Rabbit. Yeah, that's awesome. the pacifier store. Do you remember those oysters? Uh, they were fucking amazing. Uh, you they know what? I'm sad like I didn't get. I, I'm sad I didn't. I didn't get oysters because it was May. You know what? They no don't R. Get them like some yeah. places. They don't overdo the ice, so they get them all watery. And they did that weird champagne sauce that was so good. Was that it? Within yeah. in the uh, yeah. horseradish dip. Oh, they were good. Good stuff. So say you're in a foreign place like that. Anywho, <laughs> and you're you're hungry. You okay. just finished a, a successful pawn shop shopping excursion, but you're in a maybe, place. Maybe you're in a place. Piece of you're in a place. You're in, in the not too distant future, you'll be fishing a pacifier out of the ocean. And somebody is following you, and you know they're following you. So you're trying to be kind of careful. You're sort of watching them in your rear view. You're driving in a foreign place. You're on your way because you're hungry to the Southport Raw Bar. And then all of a sudden, sirens go off, and everybody pulls over. You mean the fire truck? Which is what I would do if I heard sirens. I'm just saying sirens at this point. Fire truck. So sirens go off. I'm saying it was a fire truck. Just throw it out there. They could be fire truck sirens. I have nothing to add to this because I was uh, not involved in this hypothetical situation. So so you're... So you're... So these sirens go off, so you pull over, you're like a little discombobulated, you're sort of figuring out what's going on, but you know those fuckers are aggressive in Florida, so you like don't want to be bullshitted out of your place in the lane, you don't want to be cut off by some asshole who's coming up around you taking advantage of the sirens and everybody pulling over. Yeah. So, so, so all of a sudden you, you say, well, fuck this noise, I'm, I'm getting back in the lane and I'm going, and then all of a sudden, Around comes the corner, another loud siren, and you hit it. Just hypothetically. Okay. <laughs> Are you really going to know what you hit? That's not hypothetically how it happened. Hypothetically, I realized the vehicle was turning l- right as I was pulling back into my lane. As you were hypothetically pulling back into <laughs> Hypothetically <laughs> suck it, everybody that doubts me. So everybody you know what? that I, doubts I, me. I was totally on your side, as you could tell by my podcast, until my wife, okay. the most observant person perhaps in the universe, said it was a fire truck. And then I doubt myself. And I'm fully prepared to say, eh, I guess I was wrong, because she is observant, your mom. Ian okay. is being currently dropped major clues. Let's so see if let's, he picks up on them. No, I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying for certain I'm not wrong. 
Okay. But I want to at least be given the opportunity to be right here. <laughs> so not, not until you prove yourself. Well, maybe maybe I do have to prove myself, and yes, we will let's let's ask the resources of everybody you know listening. I think uh-huh. you call the Dade County Ambulance and Fire Department. Yes, we shall. And you say, and we know the time, we know the day, and we can probably find out who the driver was. And you say, what? Find figure out what happened. <coughs> Uh, that yeah. would be a good idea, and that may be what I do. Uh, and then we'll do another episode. It's called. But it's it, it, it was right. it, it was so long ago. Do you think they'd even Maybe have that on the record? But he won't because there's no way. No, no, because the person still works there. They're gonna remember. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, that douchebag tried to fucking <laughs> like pull back into the lane when I was trying to turn right, and then so here's what happened. I began to pull back into the lane. The the all right, all right, all right. The emergency vehicle <laughs> was starting to turn right. They realized that they were turning right wide enough that they were going to scratch because the it front was end. A fire truck. They were going to oh. scratch the front end of my vehicle. Shut it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to scratch the front end of my vehicle. They even tear off part of your bumper. If they, if, <laughs> if they were if they were to move forward more, right? They stopped. They looked in their rearview mirror. They said to themselves, Fuck this asshole. He shouldn't have been pulling out anyway. I'm going to tear off every part of his car that I feel like it. And they continued very slowly. They dragged my car inches to the right. (laughs) Not the direction it's supposed to go. Hypothetically. When you were turning to the left. Parallel to the Uh, the perpendicular. just, Just real quick. Real quick. If you hit a vehicle, I hit nothing. An emergency vehicle. If you hit an emergency, <laughs> if you hit an emergency vehicle, and you hit it, is it possible to conceive that perhaps because you weren't even perceiving the the spatial recognition that would require you to avoid such a vehicle that perhaps. He didn't well, interpret the vehicle I'm altogether. I'm prepared to concede okay. that I don't know. And the reason I'm prepared to concede that I don't know is is because I respect your mom's powers of observation. I, I have one thing to say. And it's that immediately after the vehicle Just was one, hit, and then he's gone. <laughs> it's a, um, immediately after the vehicle was hit, I had one comment. Which Kara, was? Who was pissed as all fuck. For me destroying our, our car. She was pissed at you, not the she was pissed at me. or the, the she, No, no, it was my mistake. We all know that. Yeah. Regardless of the vehicle, <laughs> Ian did a dumbass thing this day. Okay. More than just misinterpreting which vehicle it might have been. Or referring to himself in the third person. Right. Yeah. No, that's less. <laughs> sure. The story he's about to tell you is false. That's what he Suck makes it. up in his own mind. And he's going to tell Suck you. It. He's going to tell wow. you that it was, oh, well, these people were in a rush. And if they were in a rush now, oh, the person in the back would just be screwed now. Right. This is a made up story that he has now just to make his story the better. Thing, the comment I said, no, no, she said don't it much, even listen no, to she him. She said it much less funny. Sure. Let's just, hear the Because her delivery sucks. Because there was no, nothing funny about it. He hit <laughs> delivery a damn sucked. fire truck. <laughs> so there are a couple of things you don't make fun <laughs> of. One of them is AIDS. And the other thing. <laughs> 
It's cancer, but smashing it, the fire trucks is fair. Is the Holocaust? So the I other sh- thing is, I said the, I thought the other thing was the Holocaust. Maybe no, there's three no, no. things. I, I said to make fun. I of said to myself, that's been I, long I, enough. I said long enough. I said out loud to everybody else in the vehicle. No. As me. right at right after you were the everybody else. <laughs> right after the incident happened, I said the children were still snoozing. I said, "Wow, if there wasn't somebody hurt in the back of that ambulance now, they're definitely." Or if there wasn't somebody hurt in the back of that ambulance then, there definitely is now. He can't even remember the story. See, he had to repeat himself twice. I missed. He, did you say that? Did you really say that? No. That's what I, no, no, really no. That? He didn't. He didn't. So as it stands right now, we're at an impasse. Anyway. So, <laughs> all right. All right. So, so we're going to let it go. You know where I stand on the thing. I stand behind your mama because I've been... I've been Proven uh, wrong too many times in the past. Powers of observation too many times in my life. Which makes me oh, right. No, no, no. It, it has nothing to do with that. Believe me. Believe no. me. I would fight her tooth and nail on the thing. But she's right when it comes to powers of observation. And Couldn't hear you over all the whipping. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> There's some whipping going on behind what you were saying. And it's <laughs> drowning you out. Uh, all right, all right, all right. So in a later episode... We're going to correct the story completely because we're going to get Ian to call. Let's, no, 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 that's I, I wonder, a bad idea. Can He's we, can we record the conversation? Yeah, I can't manipulate his yes, answer. You can, Listen, I'm a good salesperson. You, so, it was, a, it was an ambulance, eh? <laughs> what were you driving that day, Mr. Ambulance Driver? Was it a fire truck? Yeah. Right. No. Anyway, we, we, I think we may be able to find out. We might be able to find out. And if we can, we'll set the record. Right. I think it's worth looking for. Because yes, it is. To prove that I'm... Karen and I may never agree on anything ever again if that doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> so we ran that risk either way, but... Right. Well, mm. well, we'll see about that. So, for the time being... I mean, we can't prove one way or another. I'm just saying that well, I... We can't. Well, What's for on the now, line we can't. Oh. What's on the line is what I want to know. Oh. My testicles. Right? <laughs> whoa, 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 dude, just, dude, just, dude. Well, dude. No, because I'm never going to be just right about anything ever right. again. Yeah, but I have those already. I have those already. When you get married? Yeah. When? Oh, uh, September. Okay. So, uh, and September what? September 10th. September 10th. Uh, from <laughs> September 10th forward, your testicles are always on the line. Okay. <laughs> just FYI. Okay. So yeah. Just keep that in mind. Okay. Be careful. Tread lightly. And have your salary, just incidentally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so enjoy. Enjoy. Proven. Oh, by the way, I saw that on... Uh, yeah, that's yeah, quite a rock. That's one beautiful... Man uh, alive. Yeah, that's yeah. gorgeous. Hold on, let's get a picture for the ride. I can send you one. Yeah, that that's uh, that's and a beautiful uh, let's see. Focusing on the. Ring. You know what I learned about the iPhone the other day? Perfect. Apparently, you know that delay that happens after you take the picture yeah. for the picture to develop on the Same. screen. It's time to run. If you shake your phone like a Polaroid, it'll say no. It'll hurry up faster. No way. It develops it faster. There's no like way. That's stupid. I heard that. I don't know you if know, it's if true. You, I haven't if tried it If you make yet. a mistake while you're typing and shake it like this. It you know. undoes it. Yeah. It un- undoes Shut it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Take that out of the recording. Fire truck or ambulance? 
No, no. We want to discuss this. Yeah, but so, that is irrelevant. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We so had a, I ooh. want you to. Yeah, oh man, it's, it's nice. it really is gorgeous. Was yeah. that the one you got in? Uh... No, that was the band. The band that was, the, was the one. That's that 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 yeah, that's uh, that's engagement Here. ring round two. I was going to say, it. was that the one you got just before you hit the emergency vehicle? Ah, that's cool. The, that's the, the one, the, the emergency one vehicle one, plus the wow, the new one I just got. That's man. great. So that's the one I'll send you. H Cristo. So, uh, so I, I'm I'm gonna run to the restroom here. I'm gonna let you two t- carry carry on. Okay. Uh, you want to take us your? You've just smashed your uncle Chris's car at oh, the yeah. bottom of your Manor New Pops driveway. That's right. You never really right finished that. Go ahead. Got it. Okay. Get us up to speed. So. Okay, uh, and here's uh, the situation where I can start uh, giving some input because, as I recall, well, you take it. You you just smashed the car. I just smashed the car. How did and you feel? <laughs> sad. <laughs> okay. I felt sad. All right, so but but I just smashed the car. I don't know what the fuck the damage is on the. Outside. Well, okay, all right. Well, let's set the stage again a little bit. You have a drunk Jeremy. I have a drunk Jeremy in the right seat. A blizzard. I have a blizzard where I can't see a foot in front of me. And a smashed car. And I've just fallen off the left side of the road into the forest, fallen halfway down the hill, and crushed myself between the center console and the door on the right-hand side with a tree and crushed the mirror. Okay. I am pumped at this point because from the internal of the, in the, from the internal side of the vehicle, I can't tell what the damage is. So all I know is that the win- the window on the left hand side has not been smashed, right. although it has been uh, crushed open <laughs> in the snowstorm. And I don't know why the window was open. I think it was open because I was sticking my head out of it to see in front of me because my windshield wipers could not flap fast enough to keep up with a foot of snow every thirty seconds. Right. So I had the window open. I was sticking my head out. And when we started to slide down the hill, I pulled my head back in as to not be crushed by the tree. Yeah, good, good thinking. The window was crushed open in the vehicle. Okay. Allowing snow to flow in with S- ease. Sight, sight unseen. So, fuck. We put some sort of makeshift jackety scrap. <laughs> sweatshirt left in the car. Yeah, I remember picking that up off the seat the next morning. Over the window. So that snow didn't last just long. pour in all night. Which it did anyway. We climbed. We, we <laughs> walked up the mountain. I don't remember up the mountain, uh, the way up the mountain. Probably because it took several hours. And I started drinking at that point because I'm not driving anymore, so fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, so, nothing like drinking in a blizzard. Jeremy is blind. Wait, 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 wait. Did you happen across a St. Bernard with a cask of brandy <laughs> underneath this collar? No, he had Jeremy. It's okay. Yeah. Is that, we- is that weird 12, if that happens? It's a 12-pack of beer. So we're carrying our booze up, and Jeremy is drunk as a skunk, and I'm kind of halfway carrying him up, and he's taking care of himself sometimes when I'm getting tired. But uh, we're making it up the hill. That's when he bursts through the door. And all of a sudden, he fucking bursts. And and I mean bursts through the door. Door slams open. 
Jeremy, who has been clinging to his, like, uh, arm, you know, he's just arm around him, totally, like a wounded uh, soldier, just just collapses to the floor. You know, in a way, he was a wounded Ian, soldier. Ian, <laughs> Ian, waddles, Ian waddles in about three feet and just falls on the couch. And I'm standing there because I've been anticipating their arrival, and I've been doing pretty much nothing but staring at the door waiting for them to come to through. To bust through, which we yeah. did! With, for them <laughs> so to bust this through. must have been quite exciting it was, for you. It was terrifying. <laughs> because I'd kind of forgotten about it at that point. And uh, so you bust through, you collapse on the couch, and you're like, fuck my life. And I'm like, are you guys okay? What the hell happened? And I'm not sure if you... How did you break the news to me? We made it home. <laughs> is how we broke the news to We're you. We're okay. Yeah. We made it home. Neither one of us is injured. We drove home in this whole blizzard. The car broke down, but we made it home. Yeah, I remember you saying the car broke down, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean the car broke down? Yeah, and you're okay. like, we got it started again. Don't even fucking worry about it. And the and I'm like, is, okay, you guys are home. And But I didn't see the car roll up, because, I mean, like, even at that distance i might have seen the car roll up so i, I was like wait a minute but oh, but everything's okay and the car's fine and i to which you probably replied uh you were being very judicial about it you're like well we went into the ditch but everything's fine i think the car is okay we, you know but memory, we went off the road my next memory is nine o'clock in the morning uh, Man and Oompop went away on vacation fairly frequently, and they would leave Krause with the truck to plow the driveway while they were gone. My next memory is us at the site of the incident, down the hill, with the truck. At this point, let me point out that both of you have, have children now. Yeah. And all I have to say to you is, ha! Ha ha ha! Thank you. That was... <laughs> Inspirational. You know, if I'm fortunate enough to never have to play, pay for my incidents and have my children pay for their own incidents like I did, sure, I'll be, I'll be blessed. Well, you did. Your, your yeah. brother said you did pay for it. Yeah. yeah well, the arrangement was is the car was left in my possession, and therefore I was responsible for anything that happened to it. And in a sense, I did let him take the car. And I was aware of the risk involved when I did that. But to be more specific, the conversation Frostwell and I had was, you're going to take the hit for this for me, dude, right? <laughs> because mom and dad are going to be so pissed if they find out I was driving the car. And I need you to take the hit, please. Yeah. I'll pay for everything. I just need you to say that you were the one driving the car when this happened. True story. And true Frostwell story. said, There was a yes, lot of groveling. I'll fucking do it, you jerk ass. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, and I said, bitch. and I said, but when when Chris calls me, you know, with a repair estimate, you're paying every goddamn cent of that, and he did, and it all worked out. And ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Yeah, both sides of the story. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and uh, uh, brief, uh, and a brief window, soiree, brief window, soiree into ambulance slash fire truck controversy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that may rip a young family apart. <laughs> you know, I'm sure she's right, but I want to prove her wrong. <laughs> well, 
did he just admit that I'm probably right? That's what he said. I, I believe, well, we have it recorded, so we you can listen to it we'll as many times over, as you like. Over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> just, just she might feel better. Be sure to listen to episode 50, whatever the hell Six, it is. this will be. Yeah, see. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was it. And, uh, and, of course, it took a little while for everything to come together. But, you know, Ian was, at that point, I mean, he had plenty of income. And I do mean plenty. Like, enough for, uh, you know, a grown man to support himself in Burlington, Vermont, all by himself. Uh, and, and with next to no expenses. And, uh, and when the time came, Chris called me up and he said, this is going to be, you know, whatever, how many dollars to, you know, I went and I got the estimate and I'm not going to get it repaired, but that's what the, that's what I'm going to lose on the car when I sell it. And we said, okay. And Ian wrote me the check and I wrote Chris the check and, <laughs> and all, was, and all was at peace. And well, I'm glad you two bo- both behaved honorably. We figured I would expect nothing less from you. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, as honorably we as we could be, while covering, while know, trying to funny. cover our tracks. In my mind, in my mind, I had always thought Frost would have to live with that until death. Uh, you know, except <laughs> except on my deathbed. Believe that that's part of what you paid for. Well, I thought that that was going to be the case where Frost would just until death, he would take the blame. For this shitty situation, he would, grave, he would suck it up and just. How did he you would know? Well, listen, listen. I tell you what. I tell you what. Here's the deal. If for some reason we decide to move to North Carolina, we sell the house, okay, and you guys go ahead to prepare the way, and for some reason a marauder comes that comes by and and kills me and steals my money, we'll hang him, okay, and then you guys come back to find out what's taken me so long, and you find out that I've been killed by a marauder, okay, and you find out who did it, you say, oh, son of a bitch. And you go chase him down and string him up and hang him. Which is exactly what we do, by the way. That's a yeah. story you keep to the deathbed. Yeah. Right? I accept. Yeah. Killing a man. That's that's <laughs> the one you take to the grave. Cra- you, crashing I, your uncle's car you let go of yeah, as soon as you're, you know, yeah, kind of... Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, that cat's getting out of the That was fun. You know, what... How long ago was it now? Six years ago almost. Yeah, and who's going to be mad about it? So now Uncle Chris? Unlikely. There was another got, story. There I mean, another... he got what it was worth. I paid him. Yeah. Was a... Oh, yeah. No, he got he the money. He was not wrong. Nobody was wronged in this tale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Roswell was temporarily. Because he got, he got an accident on no, his parental but, record. No, but I tell you what. I tell you what. He... He was responsible for the car, so he yeah. took a small hit. Yeah. yeah, you paid for it, so you took your hit. The whole thing came out quite honorably for you two. Yeah, so I don't think you have to hang your head in shame. High five, right there. <laughs> yeah, um, the dynamic duo funny, pulls it off once I'm not more. About it. It's funny you well, should say, and, and you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You yeah. did the honorable thing. You paid for your mistake. Yeah, right. Francois paid for his mistake by taking the hit. Yep. Everybody got their just desserts. Aww. So, so, uh, and it's, it's kind of touching. It's, I might burst into tears right now. It's nothing less than what I would expect from my children. Yeah. Deliver me less, and I'll string you both up. Okay. My son. Okay. Um, uh, we got room for another story here? Yeah, you we got do. got a story on your you head? got one? Yeah, I got a little bit Shoot. of a story. All right, let's go. There was a time. <laughs> 
It was after Kara and I had gotten together, and we were spending most of our time together, but we hadn't uh, developed any children yet. <laughs> so, so this uh, must have been really early on in the relationship. So we were spending a lot of time together, <laughs> and I get a, I get a call from <laughs> I I get a call from, <laughs> I get a call from Frostwalk one of these evenings. Is this something I did? Because you gotta warn me first. Oh, yeah, oh no, this no, is no. all about this you, is, man. This is me letting the cat out of the bag about you. No, no, this is not bad. Uh, but you're go a, ahead. You're Don't bury the lead. A little embarrassed. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I get a, I get a voicemail. I didn't pick up the phone call, but I get a voicemail from Frostwa that says, uh, you know, something, 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 I am so drunk, I'm just gonna hang out here in the parking lot by Ryan Walker's house. Oh, yeah! I remember that! And, so... I call him Hey, back. hey, hey, for the record, that was a good fucking move because I didn't drive home that night. I call him back. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and from his drunk ass, this is the, you know, the decryption of the what story did I say? that I got, which was that he had gone to a party with Michael and Jeremy at Ryan Walker's frat house. Yeah. And gotten very, very drunk. Michael and Jeremy had to go. They left. Kickstand? Probably. Rockwell had gone back to his car and realized as he got behind the wheel that he was so drunk that if he drived home, drove home, shows how drunk I am right now, uh, if he drove home, he would kill himself and somebody else on the road. So he was just going to sleep in his car until somebody would come and get him. Which I've done on many occasions, and it's probably the brilliant thing to do in that scenario because I've never put anyone in danger on the road. I've just merely passed out in my car. So far, you're brilliant. Yeah. Go on, yeah. (laughs) So far. I call him back up and wake him up. He wakes up and answers his telephone and tells me the situation just like that. And, uh, he says, you know, can can you come get me? It's a little bit more slurred than that tape. Can you, can, and can you come get me? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it didn't sound like a retard. It was probably more like, hey, 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 can you come get me? Yeah, that sounds like a retard, though. That was it. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, statement drunk, redacted. Tarta. <laughs> it's really at least tipsy turvy times, topsy turvy drunken times. It's really hard to tell the difference. Alright. So. I, by the way, I'm still unlicensed at this point. <laughs> because we haven't had our child yet, and we were pregnant when I when got my license. When did you get license. your driver's license? You... <laughs> Let's just say that on one of my days, on the way home from my from my driver's ed class, hmm. uh, I was you and Mom were driving, I was the only one in the back seat, and you said to me, much like you do when you call me out on shit... You said, is Kara pregnant? Oh. Out of no fucking where. <laughs> and I gotta go, I gotta answer that question. I can't just like, no. <laughs> Above. Above. So. But, uh, wh- what? Yes. Yes, she is. So let, let's just say that's how that happened. So this is before that. I'm not licensed yet. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dad, for, for <laughs> breaking the you, ice. That so was smoothly. what you were licensed. 
That was look, just, you know, get, you know. I tell you what, I don't leave you hanging on tender hooks. No, you don't. You you tell me you want to parlay, and then I know I'm. You doomed. know what the deal is. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's the code. <laughs> so, <laughs> if if Dad wants to parlay, you fucked Let's up. Parlay. <laughs> You've been smoking. You, you better start. You better start racking up your. You better start racking your brain for shit you fucked up. Dad wants to parlay, and you do, and you everything runs through your mind, and you're like, "What did I get caught for? What should I cop to?" It's like, all right, well, I uh, parked the car in the wrong place, and uh, then, then I then I called out sick uh, on that day from from work, and I, well, I wasn't really sick; I was just hungover, and then uh, and then there was a time. <laughs> yep. So. Uh, so, Prosper calls me up. Sure. I, I, you know, he says, you know, can you come pick me up in his, in his drunk-ass slurred voice. It was me, by the way. What car did I have at that point? You had your, uh, Honda, your Honda Accord. Oh, I had my Honda? I loved that car, the Honda Accord. Accord. Yeah, that was the first, uh, standard I ever, uh, I ever actually owned. Great car. So, you, you had that car, and you were, you were asleep in it, and uh, you fell back to sleep after you hung up with me, but I said to I remember it being a warm night. Was it no, not a warm it night? it was blizzarding it, it was cold. Was it really? Yeah. It, it was fall, I think. It was December. It wasn't no, frigid. Yes, because I, I was two months pregnant, October, November, December. It was December. I don't think you were pregnant already, but Two months pregnant. So anyway, I, I play the message for Kara. It was a fire truck. I play the message for Kara, and she says... <laughs> I, play the I message. was pregnant, and it was a fire truck. I play the message for Kara, and she says, we should go get him. We can't, we can't. Thank you, Kara. Can't let him sleep in his car. And I said, all right, let's go. So we got into her, her Chevy Cavalier. Okay. Don't you see, there. this is why family is important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we drive to... Uh, Burlington, College Street. Sigma Phi. Right across from Sigma Phi in the parking lot there. Mm-hmm. And we find Frostwa asleep in his car. <laughs> <laughs> and Frostwa gets into Kara's car, and we're like, okay, so we can either leave the car here all night, you'd pay a giant fee to extract it tomorrow morning. Yeah. Based on the hours you've been in here. Or you can take it out now for free, but. There's only two dr- legal drivers here. It's your drunk ass, Kara, <laughs> <laughs> and there's two cars. So we decided. So I did what I normally do, which is like I was like, Ian, you've been driving since you were what, fifteen? The good thing I sat maybe, you up on my lap. What? Maybe yes, you take was. the fucking car. So I took Frost's car, which is fun for me. In fact, we, I didn't even sit you up on my lap. I used to sit you over on the side, and I would sit, take the passenger yeah, seat. Yeah, you'd take the passenger seat at 12. Yeah. 12 was the, the age restriction in our family. Yeah. 12, you get to get in the driver's seat. We'd go down Greenbush here. I made your sister do it. She hated it. Yeah, freaked the fuck out of her. Yeah. Would you but care to add anything it. about For that? For us, we loved oh, it. I good. couldn't wait. <laughs> I couldn't wait until I was no, 12 I remember. I remember. so I could drive a car. Illegally. Oh, Ian got to do it. I, I, it. For me, it was 13, by the way. Ian got to do everything fucking early because of me. It's because he's a monster. Yeah, he's huge. Ten sail, ten sail. Start at nine. I get to do it at eight. Yeah. God damn. Every everything. I was a trailblazer for this motherfucker. 
<laughs> yes, but he picked you up while you were. That's you were, true. And uh, for buy, that, buying three hundred dollars worth of booze, I got to do that. What four or five years old? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So we so we picked Frostwa. Thank you, Cameron. We we picked Frostwa up and we drove him uh, uh, through the uh, through through the cold. He fell asleep in Kara's car on the way. <laughs> I drove, I drove illegally behind them and uh, and escorted his car home mm-hmm. safely without crashing it. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's it's always surprising to me how responsible for we were for the like kind of crazy shit we did. It, it's like law was never the concern. It was more about who could get hurt or what property could be damaged. Well, and that's pretty much the important issue, isn't it? Yeah. Because, I mean, as long as everybody got home safely and nothing was damaged beyond repair, everything was cool. Now, you both realize when your mama hears this story, it's going to be spankings for you. Yeah, Sorry. but how, how frequently is, is, is she listening to the ride daily? She is, no, she's not. I remember... No, she's I, not a regular customer. I remember specifically... So we, we've bought ourselves a couple of months there. But uh, I do remember specifically the day where uh, I where spankings became... Uh, not an issue for me anymore, and we boy did I, re- boy did I regret that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you don't like your spanking anymore? <laughs> yeah, because it's that magical moment where you're like, uh, oh, spanking, <laughs> <laughs> and then mom immediately went, well, if you think a spanking was you know, bad, you were telling, and you're like, <laughs> you were telling me a funny story the other day about. Uh, I'm sorry. Go back to the spanking. Out on the motorcycle. Oh yeah, that's good. Let me pee first, and I'll come back and tell you about my motor, my first motorcycle. Okay, so we re- we return. Uh, Ian was just about to tell the story of his first motorcycle. My very first motorcycle, but not his last. No, not my last. <laughs> Fortunately. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, uh, our dad has a wonderful way of breaking things to us, uh, confronting us. On on various subjects yeah. that we should be ashamed of. It's a qualified technique. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a technique that took a lot of uh, development, clearly, over many many <laughs> bad ideas, many years. Uh, uh, so I uh, I was fifteen and unlicensed, and as we've learned at this point, was a no, 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 no. Don't short sell yourself. You were sixteen. Was I sixteen? As I recall. Alright. I was 16. And as we've learned, was an experienced driver, <laughs> though unlicensed. <laughs> so, uh, I, the idea of owning a motorcycle sounded really, really good to me. Because uh, motorcycles are cool, everybody knows that. It's sure. Like it's like smoking. You were a badass, too. So, uh, so, I like motorcycles. So, it's the winter. It's like the last time anybody would be thinking about motorcycles, but me... But that's the me, best time to buy them. Me, I'm thinking about motorcycles, yeah. and I'm thinking, yes, that is the best time to buy them. And that's it really is... It's winter, winter. It's like mid-January. It's the coldest months of the year, whatever that is. January, February. Yeah. So, so we're at... Uh, and uh, I am brewing beer frequently at this point. <laughs> Uh, and I well, I'll talk a little bit about that afterwards. But we, well, essentially, it, it, to to parry the lead on that story a little bit because you won't tell it right now. Essentially, it came down to the fact that we knew we couldn't buy beer, but we could buy all the ingredients to brew beer. Right, and it was very very easy to make. So 
rather than buying beer illegally, we'd buy all the ingredients legally, make our own beer, and then we'd have a supply for a couple of months. You know, that's so, wonderful. Or a couple of nights, depending on how, how it worked out. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so we would brew beer, and we had a coworker, Chris. Uh, at the time, who wanted to learn how to brew beer. He knew right, we that's right, Chris Lane. Brown. He, he, had, invi- oh, really? he yeah. had invited us over that evening to show him how to make beer. He brought all, yeah. he bought all the yeah. all the kits and, and, and craft that he needed, and we said, sure, of course, we'll come by, we'll brew beer with you, we'll drink a couple, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll help you out. Right. So, but earlier that day, I had found a CB750, which is not a small bike, you know, it's a, it's a good size bike. <laughs> 750. It is uh, not a small bike. So, and I, I found this online, and it was in great condition. It was in fucking, do you remember what town it was? St. John's Oh, dude, it was way down. It was, it was way down out there. Two hours away. At least. At and least. And I it's in the winter, so you could take your snow sheen down there. Five hundred bucks. Theoretically, you could take a snow sheen down there. <laughs> Five hundred bucks, right? Let the record let the record show. My car had. I was driving the Taurus at this point, uh, so it must have been pre Honda, pre Chris's car. Definitely pre Chris's car. Yeah, I and 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 this zero zero heat heat. None no heat. heat. And it was... So you might as well have taken a snow sheen. It was fucking freezing Even out. Even I think snow sheens have, like, butt warmers or something like that. <laughs> this was nothing. L- nothing. Like, later on this evening, to cool the beer down that we had just been boiling, we put it outside for about ten minutes. That's how fucking cold it was that night. Yep. Oh, so, God. Oh, and I remember... Oh, the trip down was so fucking miserable. It was Especially so for Jer- poor Jeremy, who was in the back seat. That reminds me of the time my car caught fire, which I'll tell you about later. <laughs> Frostwide had, uh, this- had this brilliant idea to... Would, I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. It was a brilliant idea <laughs> to go buy one of those... Uh, Ceramic... Can, uh, those little heater things... Yeah, plug-in heaters. That you can plug into your uh, 60-volt... Uh, you can plug into your 60 volt A, you know, AC, yeah, uh, or DC. Those are DC yeah. ports in your car. Yeah. Uh, and it's 60 volt, and it's very, very low heat. You know, it's like light heated. Yeah, yeah, I know the. I'm familiar with them. And I've owned Frostwell, Volkswagens in the past. Frostwell had discovered. <laughs> Frostwell had discovered that the best way to heat yourself with this device was to get it plugged in, get it all nice and hot. And then shove it inside your jacket and shirt <laughs> to heat your core up. To uh, yeah, to keep and you this warm. was essentially because like uh, you would put it in your shirt and it would kind of block where the heating air vent was blowing out, and thereby cooling the ceramic disc down. And so essentially, it would, it would really heat up. Yeah. So, so we were all taking turns. So we were taking turns. We were rotating. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And not to mention, there was the rotation of, uh, it would go like to me, to Ian, to Jeremy, and then to the window to defrost the window a little <laughs> bit, and then back to me, then to Ian, then to Jeremy. So we, uh, we, we drove like this all the way down to East Bumfuck, Vermont. In the middle of nowhere. Fucking creepy as hell. And then we come across this barn in the middle of nowhere. 
that has motorcycles galore. Oh man, oh, it was really? just, it was beautiful. Just hundreds it was a of thing thousands of, of motorcycles, all vintage bikes, which is exactly what I wanted. Vintage bikes all over this place like flowers. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> it was quite magical. Some of them in like shitty condition. Some of them in excellent condition. Yeah, you, you know, just like the, the total yard, gambit of you know just fucking motorcycle. It was like a motorcycle graveyard slash. Gambit. Uh, did I say Gambit? Yeah. Like the fucking Marvel character? <laughs> well, like... Uh, <laughs> like the dude who throws cards? <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay. Gambit. So we get there, and the guy comes out, and... Oh, wait, before you continue. Motorcycle graveyard slash birthplace. Yes. That's what I was going for. So Go on. <laughs> the guy comes out, the guy comes out, and he's like, you know, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, you must be Ian. Introduce him to Jeremy and Crosswalk. Uh, he takes us through the inside of the barn, and it is literally, it must be 3,000 square feet, bike to bike, nice. throughout the entire yeah. thing. Aisles of bike to bike, regardless of condition, motorcycle to motorcycle. Yep. Through this entire thing. He's got more parts yeah. than he could you know, ever know in, what to in do the with. sunlight, in the sunlight, and in the warmth, it would have been quite impressive, uh, a quite impressive motorcycle sales place. Uh, but under the condition, it was just dirty and cold. <laughs> so we get, uh, so we go through this, this mm -hmm. heaven for both Jeremy and I. Yeah. And These guys are just, they're essentially uh, uh, climaxing in their pants yeah. as they walk through here. And he takes us to this room I'm where just... the only heater he's got in the building is this fireplace that he's feeding pine into. <laughs> and it's crap. And it's barely keeping the place warm, but he's got this... But we're one... all stoked to be standing by it. He's got this one room that's like 50 degrees, and we're all pumped. <laughs> it is the warmest we got all trip. So, so you get the motorcycle. We well, we get it. Well, there, he fires yeah, it up. he fires it up. He I shows us that it's working. He shows us that it's working. It needs a battery. That's the only thing it needs. So, yeah, uh, and he he'll deliver it for me. So I give him the cash, uh, and and we take off. And I own a motorcycle. And oh, oh, oh! That's not the end of that story. Uh, you were not legally old enough to enter into a contract, so that technically was my fucking motorcycle because I, I was the one who had to sign for it. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so, so for us was signed. In, in, in all legality, I was the one who owned that motorcycle. Ian paid for it and it was his and I didn't give a damn about it, but I was the one who signed I for it. I remember that. I remember that. So anyway, this is a cool guy and he said he'd deliver it for us and he did. And, you know, whatever, two days later or whatever, he drove it up, drove it to Jeremy's house. Which was the only By the way, that was putting a lot of... Did you pay for it at that point? Had you yeah, already paid, paid for it I that day? I had the sale, though. That's true, but I mean, still, it's, it's putting a lot of faith in that guy to do what he says he's going to do, which is drive the two fucking hours up to and deliver think, the bike. I think I paid him a chunk, and then I paid him the rest of the chunk when he came to deliver. All right, fair, fair enough. I didn't remember that quite specifically, but I do remember so he it delivers being... it up to Jeremy's house. Delivers it up to Jeremy's house, which, in my opinion, was the only safe place I could keep it without you finding out. <laughs> uh, or but, so he would have but, you believe. No, which I was right about. 
until we made a dumbass mistake. Uh, yeah, what? It was really dumb what you did. Like what? No, what no, no. Happened? What, what had happened is it you, was some it weird was both, slip up. It was both uh, both of us. We had gone to Oompop and we had said, "Hey, Oompop, you know, how would you feel about us bringing a motorcycle into the barn?" That's right, because I was still living there, or I had just started living there. <laughs> and he said, "You know, oh, I have no problem with that. You know, you just you, know, you bring it on in, and, and there's plenty of room. Right up. Yeah, Pl- plenty of room right there." Sure. Whose motorcycle? And, oh, I don't know. I wasn't, I don't think I was there for that part of the conversation. But if you know something, spill it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, did, I mean, did Oompop not ask whose motorcycle it was? I don't think so. That doesn't seem like Oompop. I don't think so, but. Uh, I gotta be honest, I've known Oompop for a long time now. <laughs> and uh, he'd ask. I, I, I really think you were the only person present for that conversation, so you might know. Uh, but all I know is that later on, a couple of months later, I'd been keeping it in Jeremy's garage. I was driving it every once in a while as I would make adjustments to it. And uh, I, you know what? If I if, if I I'm not I may not necessarily be remembering this correctly, but if I had a shot in the dark, if I was the one asking to bring Oompop the motorcycle up, I would have said something along the lines of, "Jeremy has a motorcycle at his house." that we want to bring up here and fix. Thereby alluding to the fact that it might be Jeremy's bike, but never actually saying the words, this is Jeremy's bike. I think what Dad said to me was, you may want to ask your son about a motorcycle. Which is exactly the same words I used. See, the Boucher's don't like to rat each other out. We just like to hint, we just like to push in the right direction. I think that's what Pop said to me. I think he said, you may want to ask your son about a motorcycle. Right. And for for instance, the time when uh, Ian was smoking heavily and and I was uh, warning you about it, I think I said something along the lines of, you may want to talk to Ian about smoking, the dangers of smoking, or <laughs> something like that. I think that's exactly what happened, yeah. and I remember that conversation vividly. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, for the record, I don't smoke. Uh, so well, Yeah, none of us smoke now. <laughs> so, not after that. Yeah. Uh, so, because I'll have to find a new place to live. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the agreement. How old were you? Uh, I don't know, I was... Oh, at that time, and you know, the thing is, is if Ian had been 16, 17, even maybe 18, you know, like, anywhere in that age range, 16 to 18, I probably would have said, eh, fucking Ian, like, he'll he'll get in trouble on his own, or, you know, but he's making his own decisions, but you were ridiculously young, it was like you were 13 yeah, or something 13, like that. And And you said, you can smoke if you want. Smoke, smoke away. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't live here while you're doing it. And I... Oh, fuck. And you said... And and I started thinking. And you guys saw me thinking. And you and Mom both said almost at the exact same time, that doesn't mean you can go live with Francois. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fucking put you up for adoption. <laughs> and Oh, okay. Well, I'm stopping smoking that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I misunderstood the guidelines of smoking. So, uh, so... It was nice that we left it for your choice, though. Yeah. So, anyway, Oompop... Still giving him the free free will. We had asked Oompop about storing a motorcycle in his barn, and 
he had said that was fine, and then he'd approach you about it in whatever way he approached you about it. All yeah. he said was, he said, uh, you know, Ian wants to keep a bike, or Frostbite, Ian and Frostbite want to keep a bike at, uh, at the in the garage. You may want to ask him about that. Do you know about that, or what's your feeling about that? I, Should I let the, them? The way it was described to me at the time, and I think it came from Frostbite talking to you about it, was Upop came to you and said, how's that bike coming along? Maybe something And then like there were that. some more detailed questions asked, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he said, <laughs> well, Frostman and Ian had asked me about storing a bike at my barn that they were working on. Anyway, later later that. on that evening, Boy, that I was, got asked... That was short-sighted of us. <laughs> I mean, if we really did that, I, I mean, if it came about in that fashion that was not wise long story short i got i got asked to to parlay in your office day, <laughs> sure. and that's never fucking good <laughs> so uh, oh yeah i'll go i'll go uh you know to walk the plank mm. come into your office and parlay yeah and uh so i come in here just wondering what the hell did you not have an inkling because i mean I was only doing one thing wrong at the time. Is that what you're insinuating? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like we were... Di- well, I guess it's it's a little more difficult when you're thinking as a kid. A lot of the things you're trying to get away with are wrong, you know? And so maybe you were thinking, like, oh, my God, is it, like, the fact that I'm drinking it from, you know, Francois' house? Is it right. the fact that I'm, like, so what, I had what's the issue here? You know, what what, what sure. misstep have I, I made? I probably smoked a cigarette every once in a while after that <laughs> at that point, and I was like, oh, great. Oh, God, they're going to kick me out of the house. Ad- adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going to happen? So uh, I believe the term is put you up for adoption. So, <laughs> I don't adopt so, you, by the way. How did that night go? So I was scared. Uh I sat down in your office. You were doing fucking something on your computer. You weren't even paying attention to me at that time. And you were just playing on your computer, just waiting for me to parlay with you. And I'm sitting here, scared shitless, pissing my pants. <laughs> and uh, and you say, let's play a game. And you stop what you're doing on your computer and you turn to me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, games are fun. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This is terrifying. This is awesome. I can't wait to do this to my kid. And and you say, I'm going to say a word, and you're going to say the first thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> Holy shit, this is twisted. And I'm saying, and I'm just, oh, God, what's the word going to be? Is it going to be smoking? Is it going to be drinking? What's, there's so many words you could say. And you say one word motorcycles and you look me in the <laughs> eye and your eyes burst into flames <laughs> <laughs> and Ian says fun no shit damn it <laughs> and, and I look at him and, and and my answer the first thing that comes to my mind after motorcycle is mistake uh, uh, <laughs> I own one <laughs> That's what he said. Immediate oh, pop God. out. <laughs> that was a good move, dude. You didn't hold your shit for that. Was nothing. a good Imme- move. Immediate. That was the smartest move. The smartest piece he could have played. Immediate, yeah. immediate, come clean. Which I know better. I know when I've been caught. You know, uh, we are pretty good at copping to our uh, 
to our guilt. Uh, it wasn't like motorcycles, oh, wheels. No, it was motorcycle. Oh, I own one. I bought it in St. Johnsbury. We drove out there in the winter. We were supposed to brew beer that night, but so, we took a little longer so because I paid $500 for motorcycles. So what was the deal after that? What did we work out? You said you must sell it today. You must sell it immediately. So I posted it, and I made a uh, 90% profit on the bike. And I let you keep it. And you let me keep it until I sold it. I sold it. I made a 90% profit. Uh, I uh, I sold it. And then about a year later, I saw a motorcycle for 200 bucks on the side of the road, and I came back to you, and I said, Dad, I found a motorcycle that is an incredible deal. I would like to purchase it and flip it for a profit like I did with my last bike. Would that be okay? And you said yes. There you go. And you, can, you know where you can see that motorcycle? Children, children. This is the this is the acceptable way to approach this type of situation. You know where you can see that motorcycle? Where? Google Maps. Yes. If you Google Map our house, you will see that KZ five fifty LTD right in front of our house, parked on the hill, For along sale. with my uh, ninety five Passat that I was driving at the time. Seriously? Fact. That is fucking awesome. I know. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> I, I well, let's, well, well, let's, let's check it out. Let's snag the picture from online okay. and post it to the site. Yeah. All right. There's a good, uh, clear shot of it, too, because I, I parked it right at the top of the hill with a for sale sign. It's really cool. Oh, that's, I turned, that's I turned 100% profit on that bike. There you go. I, oh, made, a, I made a bunch of money. See, we turned that bad experience into a profitable, money-making exercise between the two of us. Yeah, that's go true. Boucher and, and the lesson was is that basically we could get away with whatever we want as long as we let you guys know with it, know about it we in the first place. We worked hard with you. Yeah, it was more about like just we tell us and it'll we'll find a way to make it work. Listen, the most valuable thing that you have between yourself and your kids is trust. Right. That's in fact that's the only thing you have. You know, the kids are going to do shit. You know, parents aren't perfect either. The one thing that you have is trust. You guys got to be able to trust me, and I got to be able to trust you. Mm. Without that, we ain't a family. Yeah. With the trust, we can all work to help each other out. Well, and it all circles back <laughs> into this is like, like an episode of Seventh Heaven, except uh, less little, less God, more motorcycles. A little bit. Yeah. Well, and and yeah. the fact that like I mean like that's that comes back to the whole thing. I mean, the reason I called you and Kara to come and pick me up when I was too drunk is because, like, I knew being told from a very young age uh, was that, uh, you know, the one person you can count on is your brother and, you know, your family and your parents and stuff like that. And so when I was, like, in trouble and, you know, Mike went home, which was he was in his rights to do, and he left much earlier than I did, and Jeremy left and everything... And, uh, you know, I was like, well, fuck, who do I call? And, you know, I didn't want to call. I didn't want to burden you and mom with that kind of thing, even though I'm sure it would have been fine. Uh, so Ian was the logical choice. And I, I always called Ian whenever I was in trouble. Yes, I just want to point out one thing that Kara just did that is completely unrelated to our stories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just saw her walk through the door. We, we brought a bottle maker's mark here tonight. Yeah. Uh, to take a shot up before we began the ride because that was one of my stipulations participating in that is that yeah. fellow riders would take a shot with me That's beforehand. Right. For the record, we're not riding tonight. Yeah. No, no, we're stationary riders. Yeah, that's right. So uh, We're mind riders. <laughs> we're rough riders with Christ on it. Filled up with Christ's Filled love. Filled up with Christ's love. 
So. Oh God. But so I've forgotten about a, that we, video. We a, Thank you. We brought a bottle of Maker's Mark. It's sitting right here by me, and uh, I just saw Kara walk through the door to this room with another bottle of Maker's Mark <laughs> in her hands. And then I saw her look down at the floor at our model to make baller maker's mark. Look at her hand. Look at the floor. Look at her hand. Very confused again. And then walk back into the kitchen where she found that bottle of bottle of maker's mark to return it. I see. It could be Dublin. And you know, if you had some, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, All right. thank you, Ian, yeah. for coming hey. and joining us this evening. Yeah, thanks. Much That's, obliged. Uh, that you, was great. You took care Cara, of some work we hadn't thank done. Thank you for letting him join us this evening. Yeah. Thank you for letting him join us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one that believes his wife every time she says she thinks she saw an ambulance or a fire truck instead of an ambulance. <laughs> and you're the one who will come to. Anyway, thank you very much for sharing in with us this evening. That was great to get that on the record. Yeah. And, uh, well, you got to come back and join us again because I know there's some stories. Oh, God, there's that. so many more stories. I feel so empty inside because I haven't told nearly what I need to tell America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you'll get your chance. Yeah. All right, until then. Right on. Right on. Right on. <laughs>